Welcome and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Infinite Web Chat with your hosts and web marketing specialists, Amy Delarty and Leanne Holmberg. Welcome to episode two. Uh, this is Amy and Leanne. And last week's episode one, we talked about organic SEO. So this week, we're going to talk about Google advertising and pay-per-click campaigns. Leanne, you with me? Yep, I'm with you. Hi, everybody. Before we get into the best practices and the budget and the quality score and um, some of the different things that we're prepared to talk about today, let's just talk about when to use Google pay-per-click advertising. Leanne, do you want to answer that first, and then I'll give my perspective on it? Sure. It's really important to use, if if you're going to use PPC, pay-per-click marketing, that you are in it for the long game. Um, I think it is something when we are working with clients, we recommend a minimum of six months. To, uh, we would love to see them commit to at least a year um, before we can have a fully optimized campaign and seeing them reach the, the goals that we define in the very beginning. Yeah, oftentimes people think it's a quick fix. And so they they really don't have the budget for it if they're a smaller business. They don't understand that um, it's some keywords can be very competitive, which translates to very pricey. So they don't have a budget to compete over a long period of time. And we could get more into that in a little bit. Last week, again, we talked about organic SEO and I prefer that method of attracting uh, leads and and traffic to your website, but sometimes you need a more immediate gratification, whether you're launching a new service and you need awareness to it, or you're launching a new website and you really want to drive traffic quickly and raise awareness quickly and get people to your website to learn about your new products or services. And so that's when I find that Google pay-per-click or PPC is uh, a good alternative solution to driving, um, you know, more of that quick um, traffic and leads. And um, especially if you have like a, a certain conversion or a certain goal that you're trying to hit. And, you know, so oftentimes I like to consult people to run that in tandem with organic SEO strategies. Again, talked about that in episode one. So have a listen if if you haven't to that. But, you know, again, I think that Google pay-per-click has a use definitely, and it's more of that you know, immediate gratification or um, a tough, a tougher arena to play in or to get organic ranking in, you know, but it, but it, it also is competitive and it can get costly. So let's, let's get into best practices. So you've decided that, you know, you really need to pay to play and you really need to um, get awareness to a product or service um, quickly and you, you've decided that you're going to use Google pay-per-click as strategy to do so. Uh, what, where do you start? Sure. So I would suggest, I mean, the very first thing, something you've already touched on, and that's having a very clearly defined goal. If you're going to run a campaign, it really needs to be focused on one specific goal. Um, if you have more than one, then, then we would suggest, obviously, um, 
more than one campaign. But it's so important because we want the end user to have one experience and, and we need to keep them on track to do what we want them to do. So we don't want to muddy the water. If your goal, it, it can be to drive traffic. So like Amy said, if you need that immediate, get people to your page. Um, if we are looking for them to make a purchase, if it is to make a phone call, or if it's lead generation, we want their name and their email. But we have to pick one. If you give them too many options, then they're going to be all over the place and they're not going to stay on track. They're going to go down a rabbit hole and you'll lose them. And that's, you know, that's lost money for you and that's not, um, not helpful. So we need that clear, defined goal. And then next, who do we want to your to to be looking at these ads? You know, we need to define who that target audience is, and part of that is working with our clients and listening to who their audience is, and then part of it is doing some research based on that so that we can help guide and direct them. One of the reasons that we suggest running these ads for a long time is we also get data back once the ads have been running. So once that information starts to roll in, we may think that your audience is this group of people, but really we can narrow that focus down based on some of the data that we start to get back after your ads have been running for a good period of time. When we are starting out, you know, it's same as the organic SEO that we were talking about last week. We want to have very clearly defined keywords and we'll help you with that. We'll take the keywords that, again, you think and then we'll run them through some tools so we can get some numbers based on searches, tweak that, and then really come up with a clear list of what those are. Help design a landing page and that landing page will be based on what your goal is. So we want to almost, we know that you probably have a website and it's beautiful and there's probably lots of amazing things that you're offering, but in order to reach this clearly defined goal, we want a clearly defined landing page. It almost puts blinders on the user. It keeps them flowing and looking exactly what we want them to look at. So if our our goal is lead generation, we need them to fill out a form that will get them a free downloadable and then stick them into a long-term campaign, email campaign to sell them, then that's what we want them to do. We don't want to say do that or call us. You know, we want to keep them flowing and moving to our one defined goal. And something that is trackable too so that you know that your investment is working. So you, you definitely want that goal to be trackable. Yeah, and, and there are several ways that we do that. We can do that behind the scenes with the tools that we're using, and we can do it with the type of form that we're using on your website. But but also going to what we were saying, keeping them right there on that page and not letting them wander around. You know, if they go to your website, if we just send them to the contact form on your website, for example, um, then they might see who we are about us or what we do or what other clients are saying. And then they start to wander off, and then we lose them doing that. If we include Uh all of that information in a clearly defined landing page and we keep them right there and we don't give them opportunities to wander, then we keep them where we want them um, and we don't lose them in our website. Now, of course, once we have them reaching that first goal, then we can introduce them to the website and show them all the other pieces that go along. But um, we want to be able to track from A to Z, exactly how these ads are doing. And and that's one important way to do that. One of the things that we specialize in is writing campaign ads. So when we're writing those ads, that's going to lead the traffic to those landing pages to reach our goal. Um, We want to be sure that we're using the keyword that we've targeted. 
want a very clear call to action. So not only do we want them to take a clear action on that landing page, we've got to give them a clear reason to go to the landing page. And there's lots of hats out there, so it's really important to be creative and stand out. If you are a regular user of Google or Bing, which I think most people are, and sometimes it can get really easy to glaze over those ads that are at the top or on the right-hand side. We need a reason to not do that, and we, we work really hard with our clients to make sure that we stand out um, in, in those ad spots so that it will jump out and really show expertise, creativity, and a reason to click on us you know, on that ad there rather than scrolling on down into the organic. Right. Let's, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, all all the stuff we just discussed, I mean, all of that factors into something that Google really values when it comes to Google Ads, and that's a quality score. I know we're going to dive into that more in just a little bit, but, you know, all of those best practices play a part of that. So I think that's really important that, that they're all on target so that Google sees that we're playing by their rules. Yeah, and the landing page, you know, a lot of people dismiss. I have found that clients dismiss the value of a landing page and they don't understand how seriously Google takes that. And sometimes Google will shut your ad down um, as a result of that. And I think we're going to get into that a little bit more with talking about the quality score. You know what I get asked all the time, and I'm sure you do as well, is, well, how much money do I have to spend? (laughs) (laughs) And that's such a hard question to answer because it's nice that Google has allowed anyone to pay to play. But sometimes, you know, uh, that's a hard question to ask most often because each keyword that you're looking to play and get ranking for is different. So there's no one-size-fits-all or one-budget-fits-all. So do you want to talk a little bit more about how to determine your budget? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one of the things you'll find consistent through most of the things we discuss is that it it is a long-term game. So we have seen the best results out of long-term consistency. Um, And I think we mentioned even last week that there are people out there that will guarantee, you know, if you spend X with us, we'll get you Y. And Uh. and we're just not the people for that. Um, We will work very diligently and we'll use your money like it's our own. So we're we're very, um, very aware of that. So, but... If we haven't run ads at all before or with you before, then, you know, we've got to get a little bit of data. But the places where I typically tend to start when we're talking about the factors of your budget, you know, let's look at your overall marketing budget. What is your marketing budget for the year? How much of that are you willing to set aside just for this? If we're suggesting at least six months to 12 12 months and, you know, obviously – we want that to continue on. We don't want it. You know, it's not something that you just get to the end of the 12 months and we just shut it off. How much of your your budget are we willing to commit to that? And then, what industry are you in? And what keywords are we targeting? Because the higher your competition is in your industry and for the keywords that we're choosing, then the higher your budget is going to be. So, health and wellness is is a highly competitive industry. Mm. If you have a very low spend per day, for example, you know, if you have 25 or $50 a day, um, which is a lot of money. I, I'm not saying in any way that it's not. That, that's a, a lot. But if you don't, 
you know, that could be two or three clicks a day, depending on the keyword you choose. And is that worth it? And, you know, and those are things that we look at and evaluate together because if we're targeting one keyword, I mean, or, you know, just a very small group of keywords and we can only get a couple clicks per day, we don't want to just take your money and spend it. Now, I will tell you, Google will do that. I mean, that's that's how Google has opened it up and allowed for everybody to play because there's so many people that are in there that play and aren't necessarily doing it in the most optimized fashion. We want to make sure that we're using your money wisely and your too. And there's some tools, right. you know, there's keyword tools that can help guide you to determine a reach. So um, like I mentioned, you know, if your keyword is highly competitive, then we can back into what the estimated spend would be. So we can plug that in. And, and of course, those tools give us what it would look like if your account, entire campaign is fully optimized. But that will give us kind of a, a benchmark to work with. So I know that, that that's not necessarily what our clients want to hear. That a lot of them want us to say, we suggest you spend $500 or $1,000. And you know, we if we do that, then we try to give those numbers and say, you know, if you use these keywords and you spend $500, this is what we're estimating. However, that includes doing all the things we just talked about, all those best practices above. You know, if we don't follow those, then we end up with leaks and then the marketing dollars kind of fall away and we, we definitely don't want to see that. Right. I know that Google has settings where you can run a daily budget or a monthly budget, um, or you can also let Google decide how to spend that budget and when to display and all of that. So it, it sort of, you know, has like a little bit of a wizard, um, you know, built-in brain aspect to this. Do you want? Can you talk a little bit? I don't want to take up too much time, but a little bit about that and like what you feel is the best use of that, uh, of those settings. Sure. So um, as far as the, the spend, the um, daily spend or the campaign-wide spend. Um, and that's really important that you pay attention because if you have the wrong information there and you set your campaign budget as the daily budget, then then you're in big trouble. And we're going to talk about managing and monitor, monitoring your campaign too. But um, but yeah, that's important to set that, double check it. It really is kind of setting that cap on your account. And like you mentioned, Google will, it, they do have an option to run ads and optimize based on their algorithms. That's what I use. I mean, even even as a professional that, that runs these ads, that's typically, I don't stray from that. I feel like they have so many eyes and people working on this and algorithms that are running that, that they really know what they're doing and are going to spend it in the best way possible. Now, I may see that at 4 a.m. it's not a good use of time based on some results that we see. So we may set the, you know, we may adjust over time. But typically I I will I will use that and I would suggest using that because, you know, this is their game. They know what they're doing. Uh I don't think that going in and trying to set all that up up front it is really a smart use of your time. And also if you do that then you don't really let Google tell you the information. So if you narrow the scope up front we don't get to see that big picture. So I like to let Google run it, and then we can evaluate over time and decide if we need to make some tweaks. There is an option to run ads advanced. So if you want to blow through your budget as quickly as you can, 
you can do that. That may mean in the first three hours of the day, then your ads are done. And it works off of your time zone. So so it starts where you start. So if you're in Eastern time zone, it will start at your time there. There are use and reason for that. But typically what we want the, do, the ads to do is run over time and see how they perform. And then, you know, like I said, we can narrow down a focus if they're they're performing the best over lunch or just after lunch, then we can really hone in on that, especially if if you have like a, a smaller budget that you're working with. And then we can start to target that. But I wouldn't narrow that focus without data first. Okay. So a little while ago, you we talked a little bit about quality score. So w- let's describe or explain what quality score is and then talk about some factors that um, play into that score. Sure. So quality score, it's something that you'll find. Um, it's a measure of how your campaign is doing, how your ads are set up, how your landing page is set up, how the overall campaign and your entire account um, is and there are lots of factors that go into that, and it's kind of Google's grading you. They're saying, "Hey, you're doing well. Hey, you're not." Um, and it's really important because the better your quality score is, the higher on the page you are. And when it comes to ads, that's extremely important. We want to be in those first, you know, in the top ads or in the top, you know, two to three places. Uh, if you are below the fold or or below where you, people have to scroll, uh, your chances of being seen get significantly diminished. So uh, we want to make sure that our quality score is good. Google sees that we're following their rules and, and we're doing what we're supposed to do. Um, there's three main factors, really, that determine that um, there's lots of factors, but three of the big ones that, that we see are the ad relevance to your target keywords. So before I mentioned, you know, that the ad copy needs to include those target keywords. Um, your expected click-through rate, which is a part of what Google thinks you're going to get based on all of the factors that go into your campaign. And then the landing page experience. And, and Amy touched on this earlier. She said, you know, clients will want to overlook this and they'll just say, we'll just send them to my, my webpage or just send them to the, this specific page on my website. That right there will automatically ding with Google um, because they want to see that narrow focus. They want to see that the content on the page matches what the ads are, what the keywords are, and that it's a good experience, You know that you're not making false claims, that you're not making outrageous claims, that it's relevant information, that there are good images, and it's clear where you want them to take action, whatever that action or that goal is. I think um, also, too, we've recently seen this with some clients who came to us that were running ads unbeknownst to us and they weren't working. And then, you know, they were pointing them. They didn't have a landing page, so they were pointing them to the website. And Google, you know, was gave them a, you know, a bad grade or quality score because the site speed wasn't loading. And, you know, that's another factor that they look at. And so when you have a landing page, it's reduced 
reduced images, faster loading time, again, putting the blinders on. You don't have a navigation really to all of the other parts of your website. It's just a, a faster avenue to uh, the call to action that you want them to do. But um, I know that I've recently seen that site speed is one of the factors that goes into your quality score as well. Absolutely. So keep that in mind. Yep. Okay, so we wanted to keep these chats to, you know, a digestible um, time frame. So I'd love to wrap up and talk about monitoring and measuring as the last topic. And I think we've given our listeners some quite valuable information. So uh, let's talk about that before we close. Sure. So you know, AdWords provides some really great tools to monitor and measure your campaign for performance. This, in conjunction with Google Analytics, will really give you a good overview of how your campaigns are doing. Again, after you have a good amount of data, you can make some tweaks and edits. Now, when you make those tweaks and edits, again, you know, we suggest you give that some time so we can see that performance and then continue on. Um, some really important factors to look at are cost per conversion, click-through rates, the cost per click, and your conversion rates. You know, and, and as we talk about all this stuff, you know, AdWords is really a time-sensitive, or I'm sorry, time-intensive um, endeavor. So you know, it's also time-sensitive, I and mean, we we want you, you know, you, when you're in there, you need to be um, making good adjustments and smart adjustments because, you know, we're spending your money every day. So we suggest that, that you monitor as much as possible um, and, and set a schedule. You know, on our team, we set a schedule to go in and monitor for smaller accounts with, like, less than five campaigns. We suggest that you're in there three to four times a week and then scale from there. And, of course, all of that's dependent on how competitive your campaigns or your industry is, and then you'll scale, scale up from there. So it takes a lot of time, um, and there are a lot of good tools, but it can be really overwhelming if you are trying to run this and run your business. So um, you know, we're here to help. And, you know, a lot of people will come to me and, and they'll try it on their own. They'll call Google, and Google is a great resource to help you, but they only help you to a certain point. And then they expect that you either manage it yourself or hire a professional. And so I think that hiring a professional actually will save you time and save you money because, you know, they know the ins and outs of how to set up a campaign, use the best practices, and read the data so that we can make adjustments and we know how to measure the return on investment and understanding how to read that quality score and whatnot. I think we've shared enough information. We can keep going and talking about this topic. So, you know, if we haven't hit on a specific area that, um, you know, you as a listener is interested in learning more about, you know, where to find us, infinitewebdesigns.com. Our number is 203-307-5107. We are on social media. Uh, hopefully we gave you enough information to um, either help you along or know that we can be a resource to you. And so with that said, next week's topic or chat is going to be on social media advertising, right? So um, a little bit more, uh, Leanne, are we going to talk about organic and paid or just paid social media advertising? 
You know, we can talk about uh, a little bit of the differences um, between the two, and then uh, I think we can probably spend a good amount of time covering the paid and then circle back around in another episode and discuss organic and, and all that goes into all of that. So stay tuned for our next week's episode, and thanks for listening today. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to Infinite Web Chat. You can find us on social media or by visiting our website, infinitewebdesigns.com. Stay tuned for our future podcasts and discussions.